Hello, everybody, and welcome back to Chapter Tactics, where we go over tactics and strategies to help out both new and veteran players alike. I am your host, Magic Use Fly, and with me today, we have our regular co-host with Dameki. Hey, everybody. How y'all doing? John P. Yeah, I'm back. And special guest coming in yet again, Mr. Scary. Salutations and greetings, fellow hobbyists from around the world. También de habla hispana. Hola a todos. <laughs> are, you, are you getting a lot of reps in for Drakari? You're, you're, just, you're just living in it right now, aren't you? I, I know, okay, I know that the Dark Eldar, like a reign of terror, mm. is exactly what I ordered. Thank you, Games Workshop. You got my letter. <laughs> hey, you know what? You know what? Now, now's the time to shine. You guys, you guys get to play in the sun for 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 a while right I can, now. Yeah. I can only say that I've been playing them for like I deserve this because I played them forever for a certain amount of time before people just tell me to go climb under the rock that I crawled out of. <laughs> All right. Now I'm just picturing Scary coming out of a rock with the new Codex when it came out. Ah, yes, yes. Like, finally, pitchforks like Golem. Yes, Golem. Just go back. Get back into your hole. In there. Everyone's got pitchforks just like poking him. He's like, no, no, no. Wait, it's my go time back. to shine. Leave me, leave me be. My precious. Uh, so, uh, so today we're going to be talking about some units that uh, were flavorful in the beginning of ninth um, and have kind of just like fallen off uh, as the meta has shifted towards better stuff, lots of FAQs dropping. Um, and just like the, the units just not becoming as flavorful as they were when they first came up and people were just spamming it as much as possible. Uh, but before that, we have, uh, what the Las Vegas team tournament coming up this weekend. Yes, sir. Uh, yeah. That's correct. Exciting. Yeah. I'm super excited. I'm stoked. I will say, I will say if you're, if you are out there listening and you haven't tried a team event before, it is probably the most fun you'll ever have playing 40 K. And it is probably the most balanced way to play 40k. I 100% agree with that. We're, <laughs> that. That's like the next topic for next week where we just talk about team tournaments because I, I absolutely love the format of team tournaments. Yeah, it's great. I absolutely yeah. love it. Um, this is going to be my second one, so I'm super excited. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Scar, are you going to it? I sadly will not be going to this one. However, uh, here in Canada, Team Canada just got off of a scrim so we're doing friendly scrims with teams from other countries, and we played against Northern Ireland, and we oh, had okay, a, okay. yeah, we had an eight-person versus eight-person team, basically a little round, and uh, Team Canada ended up winning that one. But it's it's a fantastic. I, I love team events, so I can't go to this one. I can't wait to go to the next one. <laughs> yep, yep, yep. Demeki, you're going to this one. Yes, sir. You're going with uh, the Long War, right? Yeah, that's correct. So me, Mike Haspel, uh, Kenny Boucher, Wyatt Turk, and uh, their buddy Zach mm. and myself. Yep. Yep, yeah, yep, yep. What are you taking? I'm taking Drakari <laughs> with nine Kronos. <laughs> <laughs> what's, what's everyone else taking? Uh, so Kenny's bringing Death Guard. He's bringing Morty, uh, PBCs, Defilers, you know. Okay. His signature move. Um, Wyatt. Signature move. Finishing <laughs> <laughs> maneuver. Yeah. Uh, Wyatt is uh, rocking the Chaos Space Marines with uh, Lord of Skulls. Okay. Okay. Um, let me see. Mike is bringing. That'll catch you off guard if you're not careful. Yeah, oh, yeah. 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 And uh, Mike's bringing Grey, uh, Grey Knights. Mm -hmm. I 
don't know what his build is. I haven't seen it. And um, Zach's bringing sisters with, I think, nine penitent engines. Ooh. Okay. Yeah. Okay. So pretty balanced. Yeah, we got yeah. some crazy ass lists. Yeah, 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 yeah. No orcs though. You, no, you, no you folks went for some more skew like lists. Like yeah. you're going for more of the skew style. Yeah. You know. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Gonna, gonna surprise some people. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. <laughs> Completely <laughs> catch them off guard. Yeah. <laughs> that, that's why I was telling my opponent the other night when I was playing uh, against him. I was like, you know, a lot of people lately because he was he apparently he plays knights and mm. I was like. I mean, honestly, a lot of people lately haven't been preparing for knights. I was like, you probably could run knights right now. I'm yeah. just saying. Yeah, AT mm-hmm. uh, AT weapons aren't as common as they used to be. So. Yep. Nope. Yep. All right. Cool. So, <laughs> so LVTT coming in, um, and yeah, Scary. I think that uh, you have a did you know for us today? Would you like to I lay do that have down? a did you know segment? Just just pretend there's a little rainbow that's going across your screen right now. <laughs> 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 Did you know that the, one of the assassin temples of the Officio Assassinorum is called the Vanus Temple? Um, and it acts as an intelligence gathering arm that primarily trains operatives in it as info sites that use engines and pronostic simulations to determine the probability of success in completing missions. Oh, so they're just like math hammering the entire yeah. time. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Cool. That's hilarious. <laughs> it's they, math hammer inside of math hammer. Are they even assassins there? <laughs> yeah, they're part of the Officio Assassinorum. Oh. They are, are operatives that are also used to hack through network communications, data management systems. There's a whole bunch of stuff you can find on the Warhammer wiki on them this, this as like, well. But it's it's the Vanus Temple. A bunch of hackers. Hacker man. Yeah, it's just hacker man everywhere. They, they try to get into the Tau drones. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Yeah, there you go. Yeah, so that's our... Riptides beware. <laughs> All of Tau beware. <laughs> One point extra and get hacked. Yeah. Uh. <laughs> All right, so uh, that's our Did You Know for today, where we just talk a little bit about the lore before going into the main topic, which uh, we're about to do right now. But before we do that, this show is brought to you by FrontlineGaming.org, where you can get some amazing game mats for not just your 40K games, but almost any tabletop game out there. Purchase miniatures at a discount and join some of the largest 40K events in the industry. They also have the largest 40K podcasting network in the business with shows like Signals from the Frontline, Chapter Tactics, which you're listening to right now, 40K Game Changers, 40K Stats Center, Grim After Dark, and so much more. That's FrontlineGaming.org. And if you guys haven't gotten your tickets yet for the SoCal Open or um, you guys are joining the LVTT this weekend. Good luck. Salutations to everybody. Uh, hope you guys all do well. And uh, let's get some more 40K, st- or like, let's get some more 40K, yeah, stats back into, uh, back into, uh, back into the game. Cause I love data. So just reading all the data, you know, like when, when new armies pop up or uh, when I'm looking through like 40K stats or anything like that, man, it, 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 it it, 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 my itch for what stats are available it hasn't been scratched in a while. Same. Yeah. Uh, I, I really want like another, I know Gutenheimer did an article on secondaries like way back when. Mm-hmm. I really want to see like another um, update on like 
yeah, how, yeah. What, how people are doing on secondaries. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I want to see more like first, uh, first, first turn, yeah. second turn wind rates on like top tables, on low tables, yeah. all that stuff. I'm everything. looking forward to all that. Numbers, missions, oh, yeah. train setups, everything. Numbers. Give me the numbers. Numbers, numbers, Give me the numbers. numbers. <laughs> you hear that, Falcon? You got some work to do, buddy. Yeah. <laughs> we're all waiting, dude. <laughs> it's like, a, yeah, we're just waiting for it. Uh, but yeah, so let's get into this main topic here because we've got a lot of stuff that uh, we need to talk about. Uh, ninth has been out for a while now, and we've gone through some ups and downs uh, for the meta with units coming and going. So we're just going to talk about some of the units that were flavorful at the start of ninth edition up until now. And uh, we, we all kind of like talked about this a little bit before this podcast was some uh, units that we feel like were flavorful and not. And I think like the biggest one that's the biggest elephant in the room is probably Eradicators. <laughs> that was like... At the start of ninth, Eradicators were the bee's knees. Everybody loved Eradicators. And now uh, you, you see them somewhat, but it's not as much as you used to before. I think it's a combination of their rules change from Codex mm-hmm. to Codex. Because, you know, we got the new the, the Spaceman Codex and, like, the supplements and whatnot, like, hit late 2000 and... I want to say 2018. Yeah, the first 2018. Big, and then yeah. they really came to prominence at the 2019 LVO, right, mm-hmm. with that Leviathan, Broviathan list. And then and Eradicators were like crazy. And then the new Codex came out and they lost their ability to like, you know, do some stuff. And yeah, they're definitely not as prevalent. But I feel like we might see them soon with all the jump up of like Nemesis Dread Knights mm-hmm. and. You know, like Leviathan Dreadnought, Dreadnought, not Leviathans, uh, Telemon Dreadnoughts and Mm. stuff everywhere. And, like, people might gravitate to them again, I can see. Yeah, because uh, a lot of the meta right now, there's not a lot of uh, anti-tank weapons as much as uh, they're used to. You have, like, your Dark Lances and Cognus. Um, but besides that, like people have dropped off of eradicators, but now we're seeing, we're going to see, start seeing a lot of upticks in things like, uh, squig buggies, like what you said, dread knights, um, lots of stuff that people haven't been teching into. So it'll be interesting to see them come back into flavor if they do. And, uh, especially for like the, the space Marine armies that like really use them effectively like salamanders. Yeah. Well, I mean, I think the, the problem with them too was that the fact like, most people had to just strategic reserve them, right? Mm-hmm. So, like, you would see people spending one or two CP, or whatever, to strategic reserve them, come out, and then they not do anything, right? Mm-hmm. They fail to destroy the target that they were hoping to to kill with them. And I think that was one of the problems that, like, especially I saw when I used them all the time. Like, they, they come out of strategic reserves. I'm hoping that they're going to delete this one thing. And then they fail. <laughs> yeah, and then they fail. Yeah, and then also they got a points hike, I think, as yeah. well, right? Yeah, um, five points increase. Yeah, I mean, I yeah. think a lot of people have also just been finding um, another thing that we're gonna list later: attack bikes. <laughs> yeah. People were finding those more useful, and then yeah. people were also just finding uh, devastators and drop pods a lot more useful. Also, because you get to, you don't have to spend CP. You could just uh, use seventy points, get a drop pod, four deploy, yeah. turn one. <laughs> yeah, yeah, and most yeah. people spend a lot of their CP early game anyways now. So like, yep. spending the extra points for strategic reserves is kind of like it's kind of painful a little bit. Yeah. Uh, after that, we have the next big one in the room. We got Outriders. You guys remember Outriders? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Unless you're playing Death Watch, yeah, and you're running like a kill team with like mm-hmm. big Outrider squads, which is something I have seen. 
Um, you're right. Yeah, Outriders, they 12 toughness, 5 wounds tend to die very, very quickly. And they're not as durable as they might have seemed originally. Yeah. yeah. There isn't a way to, like, give them an invuln, per se, unless you're specific armies. Um, I think the biggest thing with uh, Death Watch, as you mentioned, is their, their OPSEC in Death Watch, which is <laughs> And they can come good. in five strong, yeah. right? Yeah. yeah. Which, they, you know, and which makes them incredibly powerful. Yeah. They mm -hmm. might have a place with Dark Angels, but, I mean, even most Dark Angels players aren't running them. Yeah. Because yeah, they, they're mostly running Deathwing and not Ravenwing. Yeah, yeah. Uh, do, do White Scars run Outriders anymore? Is not that really? No? I think if I think if a White Scar player really gravitating to you know, Blade Guard, uh, sorry, um, Vanguard veterans, yeah. right? Oh yeah, they're yeah. they're durable. They have lots of attacks. They reroll wounds. Mm -hmm. They get souped up with the trait. Like it's yeah. Why take a bike when you can take an infantry model? Yeah. Exactly, dude. Speaking of Vanguard vets. What about their distant cousins in uh in Blade Guard vets? <laughs> like Blade Guard vets Those were like everywhere early mm -hmm. on, right? Like it was oh, yeah. literally block of Blade Guard vets up off the carry, and then mm -hmm. they would like walk up the table at you. And yeah, they they sort of like they definitely fell out of favor in like and Vanguard vets became the thing to take. Yeah, I think that a lot of the meta switched over from big blocky bricks where it was hard to kill to now being what is the most mobile, especially yeah. with changes to things like um, people taking up stuff like stranglehold, you know, things that yeah. you can score at the end of your turn, whereas movement is just way more valuable than, oh, this unit can't die. Like, yeah, the blade guard vets can't die, but they only move like, what, five inches? Six. Oh, six inches. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, I, I think that the only times I see really blade guard vets are like with black templars. Um, but yeah, devout push is really good. Or if you put them in, you know, another unit that we don't see yeah. very often, the impulsors. The impulsors. Yeah. <laughs> 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 to segue into that choice, you know, with the loss of fly, like impulsors, repulsors, like anything like that. As soon as that that space ring book kind of changed that those units, they really kind of fell out of favor. Mm -hmm. Yeah, they lost. And also, their vulnerable save went from a from a you know four up to a five up if yeah. you took their shield dome yeah, yeah exactly it went from they lost fly uh invuln got one worse from four to five and they also the points increase was pretty massive also i think they were less than 100 points in eighth in the eighth codex and now they're like with the shield dome they're about like 125 oh ballpark so yeah it was pretty well i mean they're severely under costed <laughs> yeah. yeah they so, were yeah. everywhere before yeah. like Dude, I, everywhere. I remember having to fight john Pease uh with my towel and it was frustrating like yeah but you were playing towel so it's like yeah. anything is frustrating <laughs> yeah, but, but yeah, like, yeah yeah it didn't matter how many shots i sunk into it oh, i yeah. felt like i couldn't kill it it, it was so efficient 90 yeah. points yeah. for a four up invuln uh, move, disembark, and then also the fly keyword. Yeah, yeah. fly. Not only that, it was a minus two to charge. <laughs> yeah. in. Now they put that, they took that away and put it on the stratagem instead. Mm. So, yeah, there was, I think there was lists that ran like five impulsors, which, yeah. you know. Scary, have you been seeing impulsors like at all? Not really. I've been building them into like my lists because I go against the grain a little bit. Mm -hmm. But um, no, I have not. Maybe the odd one in a Black Templar list. Yeah, Black Templars is like or, the only ones yeah. that I've seen it in. I saw someone using one today for like Death Company Intercessors. Oh, oh okay. Interesting. Okay. I, yeah. I, I, I know that, uh, what's it called? The guy that writes for Goonhammer, right? Yeah. 
uh, John K. He runs um, three impulsors with three squads of four play guard vets. Um, but he run, he he plays very uh, like map control, board control. So he just um, this meta is pretty good for him actually. <laughs> yeah. the way he plays, he just plays he plays very cagey. Um, or actually, no, I I don't know exactly how he plays, but he he likes to just control the map. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. Which yeah, this meta yeah 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 board control. I I feel like that we're hitting a lot of Space Marines. So switching off of Space Marines real quick because you know Space Marines were the first codex that came out in Ninth Edition. So naturally, a lot of their units are going to be the first ones that get like the big FAQ hits and everything like that. Um, other stuff that we don't really see as much. Uh, the Demacarian for Tyranids. Um, this one, was, it ran rampant a little bit when it first came out, or when people started picking it up after the, the whole hobby leg thing. Um, but nowadays, because of uh, things like your your Cognus and things like your, uh, um, what's it called? Your Dark Lance. Your Dark Lances and your... What what else? Did, what what else is high damage in Jakari? What are they? Heat lance, dark lance, <laughs> blaster, blast blaster. pistol, yeah, as oh. well as every other poison pistol that you yeah. have access to. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, what is it? Heavy bolters. So much stuff. Just like kill it on turn one, where it was very meta, um, and like they could definitely punch upwards with it. But then, as more of that stuff started coming into. Uh, the yeah. game, it's not as prevalent as it was before, you know. And then they also got a points increase as well. Yeah, I've, on top seen, of that. Uh, I've seen a lot of people, uh, like, there's a few people that are still running, like, one. Yeah. But you don't yeah. really see, like, three of them anymore. Yeah, you don't see two and, or three. Yeah, another unit for Turnids is the Malanthrope. Like, the, oh, yeah. the big sort of, like, zoanthropy creature mm-hmm. from Forge World that gave everything, like, a minus one to hit because it changed its aura from, like, six inches to, like, three inches. It mm-hmm. increased, like, its points increased and whatnot. And uh, and that's another unit that was very... Uh-oh. Oh, we lost Scarry for a second. Oh, am I back now? Yeah. Yeah, you're good, you're good, yeah. Yeah. Uh, do you want to cool. repeat what you just said? I don't know said? where I got cut off, yeah. but I'm going to say Malanthrope. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no, Malanthrope's definitely. Um, with the way that the maps are built now, there's, like, so much stuff that you can get access to for minus one to hit, and then also it takes up an HQ slot. There's a lot of bad stuff that happens with Malanthropes, but this isn't a Tyranid podcast. I, I could go on about this forever. <laughs> about like... Did I hit a chord? Yeah. Uh, no. <laughs> <laughs> I little, don't want to talk about it. Sorry. Yeah, yeah. You, you can't see it. There's Go a little vein in his head, like just going off right now. Yeah, it's about to bust, dude. <laughs> it's about to burst. <laughs> um, but yeah, Demacarians not as good as they once were. Switching over to something else that's not Space Marines, we got Grotesque. Now, Demeki and Scar, you guys can talk about this because I have no idea what Grotesque do. Uh, well, ahead, I'm, I know one of the one of the reasons uh, why people aren't running them as much, uh, especially since dark uh, dark technomancers changed. Like what made them good was the fact that you can give them a liquid fire gun, throw them in a raider, have them run around, and mm-hmm. just dark technomance all over people's faces. Mm-hmm. Uh, that's one of the reasons why with the change to the liquid fire guns and dark technomancers, they're not run as often. Uh, I ran them a couple of times. Um, not with Dark Technomancer, but just with uh, Prophets of Flesh. And I, I just, it, it felt like a waste of points. Like, they didn't feel that great to me. Mm. But but I'm not as experienced of a Drukhari player as Skari is. 
Scotty, tell us about the grotesque. Ah, well, the tale begins inside <laughs> of the homunculus lab, you see. <laughs> um, so, no, like, well, grotesques were very popular before the new Drakari book came out. Mm-hmm. Like, grotesque, like, one of the main competitive lists was, like, three large units of grotesques that would just, like, run at you with a four-up invulnerable save, and they were very tough to get rid of. Uh, and Grotesque did see action in ninth, probably less than like just the three squads of double liquefy racks in Raiders, mm-hmm. you know, like, and sometimes you'd see the five Grotesque with, with liquefiers in a Raider as well, just kind of like maximizing on that dark tech goodness. Um, and, but that's, yeah, they, they've kind of fallen off. Um, I feel like Venoms in general fell off with the new Codex as well. Like early ninth edition, Dark Elder armies were like Venoms like yeah. everywhere and raiders were like on the shelf and then the new book flipped that so now it's raiders everywhere with venoms on the shelf mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. yeah jumpy you have anything to say I, I do you know anything about grotesque no yeah okay. <laughs> <laughs> all right okay 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 um this next one you could talk about this one more uh this is more recent uh skatari blobs right like you know before when admec first came out this this is like a couple weeks now people are not taking blobs as much anymore um do you want to discuss why that happened or what's going on with that yeah so i guess when the admin codex came out people were freaking out that you could run skatari and blobs of 20 um so they leaned heavily into that so you'd see like 60 80 man or sorry like three to four units of like 20 man blobs of skatari but um nowadays you probably see at most one or two um, a few things um, affected that. Now, I mean, nowadays everyone's just running like MSUs um, to just sneak on the objective and get points. Um, but also the big hits were the stratagems being increased, uh, mm-hmm. increased cost. Um, so you don't really use those stratagems anymore. And yeah, I mean, it's also just kind of hard to fit all those <laughs> all those <laughs> models behind the the train. So yeah, yeah, all yeah. blobs. Yeah, Rat the Mars also hel- also yeah. uh, got worse, right? Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, the Mars got worse. Um, uh, I think. Thank goodness. Yeah. Just, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, but yeah, I think nowadays, like I mean, like I mentioned, you just run the small blobs, uh, small small MSUs. Let's get out there. You only really see big blobs in Admic of like um, the Service Raiders or like the Rust Stalkers nowadays. But yeah. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Uh, Scar, do you have anything to say about uh, Skatari blobs? I think it's not just Skatari blobs. It's like. Lucius Skitari Blob specifically. Yeah. Oh, yeah. That was right. Because Lucius was like the way, like everyone gravitated to Lucius. So, competitively speaking, you had access to transhuman physiology mechanic, you had access to ignoring AP1 and 2, and the ability to like increase saves, and like all of these stacking buffs made the Skitari Blob nigh unkillable. Like now you're seeing more variety with Skitari Blobs being from different. You know, you've either got like the the Mar the Metallica ones or the Mars ones or the uh, or the uh, Riser ones. You know, they're all a little different, um, but you still you don't see 120 of them. Like, there's a yeah. few lists out there that are still doing well competitively in Europe, for example. But they're designed mainly for like a differential scoring WTC style, mm-hmm. where the 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 aim is to put as many bodies on the table to stop you from really scoring many points, mm-hmm. right? So they don't care if they lose as long as they lose by a little bit, right? Yeah, yeah. And in that, in that way, like the team environment, it's still good. But in like singles, 
Yeah, and, and especially with the advent of like the new terrain style packs or player place terrain, like all of these aspects have really changed like how people take a lot of these units or put them in their in their lists. Mm-hmm. You know, being able to hide multiple small units of uh, Skitari Rust Stalkers and Infiltrators and smaller units of Vanguards and, and whatnot to just overwhelm the scoring of the table. You know, just look at like Siegler's list that went to um, the Lone Star Open. Yeah. It was all that MSU. He still had, I believe, one big blob, um, but it wasn't like, yeah, it's not as prevalent as it was. Yeah, yeah, and also with things like uh, the Contemptor Dread Knights with Volkites that mm-hmm. just shred through oh, <laughs> anything yeah. that's T three, where it doesn't even matter if you bring a big blob. Pretty good. <clears throat> um, so. I think that we can go back to Marines a little bit now that we, you know, nice segue from Contemptor Dreadnoughts or Contemptor Dreadnoughts. Let's talk about that Leviathan, the Leviathan Dreadnought. You guys remember the the bro hammer list of the unkillable Dreadnoughts and the Leviathan Dreadnought? Yeah. 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 The last, the last in person LVO. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) That thing was nasty. Yeah. Uh, Scar, do you want to talk about the Leviathan Dreadnoughts and uh, why they've fallen out of flavor more? Well, the Leviathan Dreadnought was incredibly strong. It like hits on twos and toughness aid and a four up and vulnerable save. And Mm -hmm. like it was just nigh unkillable. And then combine it with the iron hands mechanics of like healing it up and making it like a character and like bouncing wounds off it to other stuff and ignoring damage. And it was just silly. Um, it was really the compendium that really said, you know what? It's no longer the de facto choice, yeah. right? Like it's still good. And it still has some cool mechanics that you can take or weapon options, you know, plus it looks really awesome, mm-hmm. but now it just sort of competed for the same slot as like contemptors and like redemptor dreadnoughts and it now it's like along the same lines just a little bit different so you know you don't see them as often i still see them but it's not like oh you're playing a space marine list how many leviathans did you bring one or two you know what i mean that sort of thing yeah i guess yeah yeah. Yeah, it got switched over to contemptors yeah oh you're bringing Mm -hmm. marines list how many contemptors you have yeah Yeah. (laughs) Mm -hmm. Uh, okay uh another uh, option for Marines that were that was like super super huge was uh, Duty, the Judiciar. Yep. Right. Because uh, that came out with Indominus, correct? With the Indominus box. Yep. And uh, during that time, Judy was an absolute menace. Uh, fight last became so strong. Uh, what 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 happened with Judy? How come he's not taken as much anymore? They fact him, didn't they? Like. I have no idea. I, I I have I honestly have no idea why Judy. Ne- neither do I. I yeah. just remember everybody was running him, and then the next week everybody was like, ah, nah, never mind. Yeah, I believe his uh, his uh, I, I think his aura might have gone down a little bit uh, or something like that. But what happened was other books started getting mechanics to fight last, or supplements got mechanics that gave Marines an ability to get a fight last mechanic without having to spend points on a character to do it. That was like, that had to be really close to the enemy. Mm, Okay. Yeah. Right. Like space wolves got the psychic power. Right. And then you got the, and then, uh, you know, and then everybody just like saying, you know what, why go into combat when I can just shoot you with a bunch of contempted dreadnoughts? And they're like, I don't need to make you fight last if you just don't exist anymore <laughs> yeah. can't punch me if i punch you first <laughs> at, at range yeah with a bunch of volkites 
Okay. 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 So that answers that question for Judy because I, I literally had no idea what it was. Um, I still see it like every once in a while. Um, I think that Blood Angel still brings Judy every once in a while. But I mean, I see it every once in a while too when I walk past the shelf and it's just. Oh, no. <laughs> <laughs> um, uh, uh, do we lose them again? From the shelf. Ah. Yeah. Uh, another one for Space Marines. I, I think that we could just knock out all the Space Marine ones right now. Uh, we have Eliminators. Um, and then uh, after Eliminators, we can talk more about uh, Attack Bikes. Uh, but, yeah, for at least for Vanilla Marines, like, we could talk about Eliminators first on why those went out of flavor and why they were in flavor before. Yeah, I think the biggest thing for Eliminators is, like, people had an interest in them because they got so much cheaper. Uh, taking unit three is only 75 points, so you could use that to screen. You could use that to um, use Phobos. Uh, I think it's called Gorilla Tactics to put them in reserve and bring them back out to get, like, that last scrambler or something. Mm-hmm. Um, but nowadays, like... Um, they're snipers, but a lot of people bring things like bodyguards. Um, oh yeah, or <laughs> you know, it doesn't matter if you're a sniper; you can't you can't target them. So Death at that Route point, yeah, at that point, they're just a backfield unit. That well, considering Death Route Terminators, or was it Death Guard was like the first Codex of Ninth Edition, right. right? And that was like the inclusion of Death Routes being like, you can't even shoot my characters anymore. Yeah, it was yeah. the first edition. Um, you know, yeah, and Eliminators, their their ammunition changed. Yeah. Right. Yeah. So like they used to have the ability to get like plus two to hit, out of line of sight shooting, like all this stuff, and then it became direct line of sight of shooting, and like there's a cap on hit modifiers, and you might not even be able to shoot characters anymore. Yeah. You know, mm-hmm. like so a combination of that, they were like, well, I'm just gonna take like plasma inceptors and instead, you know, I'm just gonna drop down and like murder you with plasma blast weapons. Yeah. Yeah. But what about attack bikes? I still see them, yeah. and I think people still like them because they can be resurrected. But other than attack bikes, it was more the the buggies. You saw the the other ones, the like ATVs. Those things were everywhere. While the apothecary could resurrect them, yep. and then as soon as the apothecary changed, they're like nowhere now. Yeah, yeah. I think their their biggest flaw is like it's not core. So yeah, not not core. We might as well just run an attack bike, especially if you can't revive them. Yeah. <laughs> Mm, but I, I think I think it just uh, it, it fell out of flavor, especially with like Dark Angels. Like it probably just fell out of flavor just because Deathwing's so much better because you get perma transhuman on all terminators and the rockets and the long term yeah. and they score better and all this stuff. Oh yeah. Okay. 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 Let's uh let's let's talk about the big bad that uh, a lot of people were uh, afraid of when he first came <laughs> out, uh, Mortarian. When Mortarian first dropped, I can't tell you how many videos there were of what kills Mortarian. Can this kill Mortarian? Mortarian is unkillable. All the Reddit posts of saying, like, Mortarian breaks the game, all that stuff. Now, Mortarian, being the flavorful bad man that he was before, no longer, uh, uh, like, flavorful. A lot of people, it's not, it's not, uh, uncommon to see death guard list not running mortarian yeah i mean he's like 475 points right so like you're losing a lot of possibilities especially when it comes to your terminators mm-hmm. uh so that that's like a, a squad or two squads of death Shroud terminators or even blight lord terminators right mm-hmm. um they're just as durable hit just as hard so you're only losing access to like couple of psychic powers and some psychic denial Mm -hmm. uh mortarian does move quick he moves 12 inches which is like the fastest thing in the whole army yeah 
But like, I mean, most people are running like two to three PBCs, Deshaw Terminators, Poxwalkers, Tallyman, yeah, Tallyman, yeah. uh, maybe even a Contemptor Dreadnought, uh, mm-hmm. Whip Volkite, <laughs> funny, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and um, he's just, it, 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 I think it's just his cost mainly, right? Because he doesn't, he doesn't have any shoot. He has like one shot with his pistol, so it's not like he, he he's not scary at range per mm-hmm. se. He's just scary when he gets in your face. Mm-hmm. And, I mean, he can be shot from almost anywhere on the board Yeah, on turn one. So, most of the time, he might not even make it to turn two. Mm-hmm. So Without getting bracketed, at least. Right. Yeah. So, so it's like, well, is he worth the 400 and some odd points that I would spend? Or should I just go with more Destral Terminators and enough Foul Blights on with Stench Bats mm-hmm. and Poxwalkers and all that Plague other drones. stuff? Yeah, Plague, Plague drones. drones. Yeah. Other options that move fast and can get me, like, engaged and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So, Scar, do you have anything to say about uh, Morty? I agree with that. You know, I although you said... Uh, he's he's fast, and I almost laughed. Yeah, because <laughs> he's not fast at all. Um, <laughs> For Death Guard, that's that's fast. Said, in in relation to everything else in the Death Guard, it's like okay, I'll give you that. In a vacuum, um, yeah. <laughs> I think the I think the nail in the coffin for Mortarion was losing access to warp time. Yeah. Oh because, yeah. Like, oh, if yeah. there was one way to run in was to sort of like Superman and then make sure that he could get up with like a double move and then have that whole like aura to slow people down and like all this stuff, right? And you can be like, and now you're not going anywhere. Or like, at least you have to deal with him right away. Yeah. Because he is so slow and he oh, he'll kill stuff, but he'll kill one thing a turn. Yeah. Yeah. Right. Yeah. And you know he has a three inch heroic intervention. And he's like, whoop-de-doo. So, you know, you can even ignore him, and then you're playing with a quarter of your points down. Mm-hmm. Yeah, right? it, was, it was pretty funny to just watch Drukari kite me around the table with Mortarian. Oh, because <laughs> he can't do anything. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, nothing you can do. And then yep. you just keep... You can just keep plinking shots at him until he brackets, and then it just gets worse and worse from there. There's it's like watching and a dog chase like, a at car. At the beginning, when he came out, everybody was doing the math on how to kill Mortarion. Mm-hmm. Now, like most armies that are in the meta, have like a way to just go. I'm going to kill Mortarion in one turn. Yeah, it mm-hmm. might take my whole army, but he's going to die. You yeah, know? like yeah. it's not undoable. Not undoable. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. Yeah, the warp time thing. I completely forgot that was even a thing of. Uh, because you would just warp time him, move him 24, and mm-hmm. then just turn off rerolls on everything. So that was pretty nasty. But yep. because of warp time, you know, he doesn't have access. It, like, it just makes him not very good. Yep. Yeah. Speaking of chaos, demonette blobs. Uh, that was pretty uh, prevalent. Um, and then now, obviously, it's the same thing as uh, everybody else where twin Volkites just absolutely smash them. Uh, they can't really deal with that. There's too much, uh, even like now with Grey Knights with their Storm Bolters everywhere, you know, you can't really run uh, Demonette spam anymore. Uh, they were pretty strong in the sense of, you know, you have your Advance and Charge, you had your, uh, what's it called, Seleski, Vengeful Allegiance, whatever her name was, um, also doing a bunch of stuff. Um, and I, uh, Scar was talking about this earlier, but also Keeper spam. Um, isn't mm-hmm. as prevalent as it was before. It's kind of making a resurgent because of Bellacore, but not as much as it was before where demons were a very, very huge threat because they were so alpha strike heavy. And then it was just like, 
I'm going to get in your well, face and score points. Is, is you know, uh, like demonets or keeper spam was essentially I go first and you have four keepers in in your deployment zone, murdering yeah. your army. Yeah, yeah. And then I've got like demonets like taking objectives. Now a lot of armies have forward deployment units, mm-hmm. so you can kind of like screen like nine inches away from a demon board edge and be like, no, you stay, <laughs> and then at least it gives you some 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 opportunity to take them down before they get to you. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. I saw. Uh, I, I I still really like Keeper Spam because it's just so much fun. They're gr- they're great models. It's high aggro and yeah. they look great. Like yeah. the aggro is fantastic. It's a very fun army to play, but it is something that we I haven't seen in the meta, like in mm. tournaments or anything like that, in a while. Yeah, it's very finessey, very finesse army. Um, let's see. Do we have any other? Seeing if we have anything else, chaos. I don't think we do. I think that was the last of the chaos. Um, well, I, of guess, course, I guess we, we can probably talk about have the one yeah, yeah, chaos say player madness. being yeah. like, "Hey, you forgot this unit or that unit." So why don't you let us know? Send a nicely worded email yeah. to, <laughs> um, <laughs> to yeah, the just, team yeah, yeah. to let us know how 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 little we know about the game. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I think that uh, Magnus might be one. That yeah. was just. I'm just. I'm still sad about Magnus. Just. Man, guy got like a lateral move. I think I think we we at least talk about Magnus once a week now. <laughs> <laughs> dude, he's like my favorite model of the game, dude. He's so cool. Um, outside of that, um, we got Skyweavers for Harlequins. Uh, Skyweavers mm-hmm. were pretty prevalent, uh, especially in the beginning of Ninth Edition. Um, especially since you used to be able to prismatic blur two of them at once. Um through like uh, Twilight Pathways or uh, I forgot what the psychic power is to double move them and mm-hmm. then advance them, then cast Prismatic Blur again. So then you can have two units of Skyweavers with a three-up invuln, but nowadays you don't really see that many Skyweavers. You still see Starweavers, the transports, uh, just because the fusion pistols are still pretty decent, um, lots of movement, um, still a good transport unit, but Skyweavers fall uh, out of flavor. And then they were actually... They made it so then people didn't take vehicles anymore. Yeah. So then, like, yeah. they kind of became counterproductive for themselves. Yep. <laughs> it's like, we kill vehicles really well. Well, I'm just not going to bring vehicles. Well, I guess that's it. That's <laughs> well, it. I guess I'll just not do that then. I guess I'm useless. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, they, they're, they're still fine outside of not hitting vehicles. Like, their melee is okay. Um, it's just that the three up invuln really hurt um, yeah. for Skyweavers, where you're not going to see like three units of them. Like They're also very minutes. CP intensive, mm-hmm. and what happens is Harlequins, especially in early ninth edition, were so strong that everybody really adapted to like learn how to play against Harlequins. Mm-hmm. So people had to get wise, and then people just found good counters to deal with the Harlequins, and they started. It was a, a lot harder to win with Harlequins. Yeah, and then as soon as like. You know, and and they're always CP hungry. Like they have all this stuff, but they were CP hungry. Oh yeah, like they, you know what I mean. So if you weren't careful, if you didn't win in those first two turns, like it was very hard to like stay on the table because they are a gloss cannon. Yeah, it was uh, one of those armies where uh, you go hard turns one and two, and then just ride mm-hmm. that high until the end of the game um, off of the lead that you gotten and that's basically how quins worked back then Mm -hmm. um now with things like mortal wounds becoming more and more prevalent they just absolutely Mm -hmm. shred through harlequins as well so it hurts uh skyweavers even more in that sense because they don't really have (laughs) any way to to deal with the mortal wound spam that we're seeing nowadays off of just like volkites uh after that we've got thunderwolf cav john p (laughs) 
You want to talk about Thunderwolf Cavalry? No. <laughs> no? <laughs> yeah. Uh, but, yeah, uh, Thunderwolf Cav, obviously, when the Space Wolves Codex first came out, dance and charge. Woo, let's go. But then um, being cavalry um, in, in infantry meta uh, is not very good, especially when you can't go through terrain, can't perform <laughs> actions, anything yeah. like that. So, yeah. It's, like, it, it's also uh, D3 plus 3 became a big thing. Dark Lances. Uh, yeah. Last Chickens. Uh, Demas. Minimum Demas. 4 damage. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Loves hitting Thunderwolf. Yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah it's it's perfect for it. Yeah. I mean, yeah. it's a dead Destral Terminator. It's a lot of dead also things. Also, the lack of Apothecaries. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. if they had the ability to, like, bring a Thunderwolf guy back. You know, oh, oh maybe man. That would be pretty good. But, uh, <laughs> insane. Yeah. <laughs> That would be crazy if they yeah. could bring back a Thunderwolf calf. Instead would... of an apothecary, they should call it like a veteran or, yeah. or a, a veterinarian or something. Yeah. A veterinarian. <laughs> to bring back a dog. <laughs> how, uh, how many points is Thunderwolf calf? Like, uh, what's uh, the min squad? Min is like three. Six. Uh, so you could go three to five if you want the shield and like a weapon. Uh, like a chainsword, I think it's about 50 with lightning claws, 55. Um, hammers, it's like, like an 60. attack bike. Like, like yeah. honestly, you oh, know okay. what I mean? Like, so Just because lore-wise, they, they have, you know, priests instead of apothecaries. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I mean, like, eh, you know, give the priests some ability to bring a Thunderwolf cavalry yeah. back. Anyway, yeah. needless to say, yeah, they, they used to be everywhere. Like, 15 of them I used to see very, very commonly. Mm-hmm. Um, and together people, with, yeah. uh, with Eradicators. Yeah. Funnily <laughs> enough. <laughs> yeah. Well, so, 50 per model, that's 150 for three at minimum, right? Yeah. That's, that's Wolfguard. Yeah, it's just it's a squad of wolf guard now. <laughs> it's just, what's the point? All right, um, next one, Demeki, you can talk about this one, Riptides. Yeah, uh, yeah, Riptides, uh, nobody's bringing them anymore. Everybody's bringing a giant blob of XV-8 bodyguard battle suits or just XV-8 battle suits in general just because you can make them farsight uh, enclaves, give them that plus one to hit, or, well, it changes their weapon, their BS to three. It's not technically a plus one to hit and also changes their weapon skill to a four. So they hit on fours for, for melee. Yeah. yeah, yeah Tau melee. <laughs> Tau melee. But, um, yeah, so it changes their BS to, to three instead of hitting on fours. And then, you know, with your marker lights, you're hitting on twos or you're on ones. So it's pretty nice. Uh, and, but they're expensive, right? So like, uh, I've seen maybe one list run a blob, of XV8s and, and like one riptide, but like then you're you're you gotta cut out something else, right? Like fire warriors or whatever else. So then you lose obsec. Um it, it's just they they're just not as efficient as they were in eighth. Mm-hmm. And I think it's also too because of the point hikes with shield drones. Oh yeah. And shield drones especially. Yeah, you know? sh- shield drones getting a point yeah. hike and then also like uh, marker lights too. Essentially, getting a point hike, it, it's a really tough time for Tau. Also, right the now. fact that the that the game's five turns. Yeah, because before, like Tau, still have the ability to wipe you out in four and a half to five turns. Yep, mm-hmm. they needed that six turn to win the game with scoring. Yeah, yeah, right. Now it's just different. Now they just don't have that six. And I see the one Riptide though, like the one Ion Super Relic Ion. Yeah, 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 yeah. That, one, that one I see. That one's that one's to like essentially hopefully delete like a tank or a transport, right? Pop the transport and then hopefully like uh the the XV eights will take care of the rest. I mean the other thing too that that fell off that was a thing from it was uh the tiger sharks. 
And the reason why that was a thing was before we got the new book for the the Imperium Compendium for Forge World, mm. before we got that book, they used to hit on threes. So everybody was running like two to three of those in a list. And mm. once the new book came out, people just stopped because they went to a four, a ballistic skill four. That sucks. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it doesn't seem that bad until you actually play and, you're, and then someone hits you with a minus one. You're like, oh, well, now I'm in on five. <laughs> yep. <laughs> Okay. Okay. Um, Necrons. I, now I'm gonna be honest. Don't really know that much about Necrons. That that much. Um, so I'm gonna rely on you guys <laughs> about uh, Doomsday arcs and why no one brings them uh, as much as they used to before. I think it's mainly the like the Doomsday arc, the D6 weapon profile. You know what I mean? Like, there's just so much other stuff that like having those big doomsday arcs they used to be like the only way to like kill stuff at range mm -hmm. and used to see three of them in like every single necron list that i remember seeing before the new codex the new codex came out and you know they've kind of been you know, and i think things like dark lances and and other things like that really make doomsday arcs not really like the light of day too much tell me i'm wrong but a lot of like more competitive necron lists are based around like Canop decks and wraiths and like the fast moving bikes and like Satan that go in and or even like now we're seeing like Lich Guard and more of a combat heavy stuff with mm. that can just hide and take objectives rather than having to be out in the open and shoot and then be at the almighty D6 shots, right? Yeah. Which you we know how spiky that can be. Oh, yeah, <laughs> yeah, oh, yeah, yeah. Our doomsday arcs are those, those are the big boats, right? Yeah, yeah. Yeah, they're the big boats with the guns on them. Like, you see, I have seen lots of ghost arcs, which is the troop transport version. Yeah. But the doomsday arcs with the D6, basically, like, glass cannon, essentially. Mm. Um, I haven't... Yeah, those used to be quite popular, but I haven't really seen them, like, in Necron lists. Yeah, yeah. If, 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 uh, if it's that big old boat thing, that, like... <laughs> I remember seeing those a lot um, for 8th edition Necrons. But, yeah, mm -hmm. I, 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 yeah, I can see it where 9th edition, I haven't seen it, like, once since then um after that we've got conscripts scar you want to talk about well, conscripts conscripts uh, yeah. you mean the guardsmen that are cheaper than anything else yeah uh, well oh, in general wait, wait, it's wait, just conscripts guard are the stuff cheap in general you know like astromitarm you could say conscripts you could say bulgrin because bulgrin with their like changes to some of the psychic powers and that sort of thing they've kind yeah. of gone down and in, in you know in because now a lot of people instead of taking bulgrin take custodies to sort of fill in the the astro militarum sort of mm -hmm. void um and then you've got things like um um the the death uh the krieg horses with their huge point increase you know for yeah. a while there when they were really really cheap the death riders the court the the krieg death riders with the compendium were really popular you know three wounds feel no pain super super cheap and then they went up in points and now you don't really see them nearly as much. Mm -hmm. No, literally nothing about conscripts. Same. <laughs> so Same. I just <laughs> okay. Um, well, they the big blobs of conscripts were a big thing. Yeah. And then with like inquisitors and making them fearless and giving them like invulnerable saves and all this stuff, and then they just kind of like disappeared. <laughs> like uh, I saw a couple of lists with them, and then they were gone. Okay. Okay. John P. Yeah. You want to wrap this up with the uh, cataphrons and call? Uh, for Admac, for Admac, we should just say anything that's not Skatar. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so we're talking cataphrons, we're talking call, we're talking electro priests. 
all those ever since new codex you don't really see them that anymore um mm. uh i think the biggest thing with catafrons was uh with call they got full rerolls and then they also had their custom forge world with uh exploding sixes um yeah you can run those in bit blobs um just stand an objective a lot of people also like the electro priests stick them in a transport um get them out have them kill something get that three up invuln Pretty neat. Uh, they don't have that anymore. So, yeah. <laughs> and then um, Call just also doesn't really synergize super well with uh, all the Skatari heavy builds, especially when you have a 45-point Skatari Marshal that you can take instead. So. Oh, yeah. You guys <laughs> have a Marshal. Dude, that thing is so cheap. Yeah. It's yeah. such a good buff unit for 45 <laughs> points. Yeah. Yep. yeah. Oh. A lieutenant and a captain yeah. for <laughs> a third of the points. Yep. That is ridiculous. Why yeah. <laughs> take forever? I, I, for our list of things that we don't see very fun, a shout out, an honorable mention to any and all Gene C. LeCult units. Oh, yeah. Uh, <laughs> a shout out to Aberrant since like, <laughs> since like the middle of 8th edition. When, when, since when, when have you seen one on the table? Let us know down yeah. below. Like a nugget, yeah. a, a golden nugget. Yeah. Are you guys? still alive right now what's yeah. going on what are yeah. you guys doing last last one they're i saw plotting, was on a milk they're cart. plotting our demise from the sewers yeah, yeah. <laughs> just wait, just wait. Well, their, their codex is going to come out like soon and then they're just going to mess everybody up it's just going to absolutely destroy everything Every, everybody's going to stop talking about drukari and they're going to start talking about jesus <laughs> <G-Circles. laughs> and black templars yeah and black templars and i'll be there under my rock looking out <laughs> cackling and with ink with glee yeah. it's me again <laughs> i told you <laughs> all right guys uh that about wraps it up for this episode of chapter tactics thank you guys for joining us on this episode uh if you guys have any other uh units that you feel like uh have fallen out of flavor and why you think that they've fallen out of flavor leave it in a comment below and let us know because it's always fun having a conversation about what's going on uh with 40k and without further ado Skari, if you would like to plug yourself uh, with all of your social media goodness. Why, thank you. It is electric to plug myself. Haha, <laughs> get it? Because I am a vault. <laughs> um, you can always find me on YouTube at Skardcast on YouTube, where I do bar reports and a whole bunch of other stuff, or on Patreon, where I do a whole bunch of other content. Yeah, so check me out. Yeah, boy, yeah, boy. And that is it for this episode. We'll see you guys in the next one. Have a good night, everybody. Bye-bye. Love you. Bye-bye. Bye-bye. Bye.